This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy, proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. A bipartisan Senate bill would bring transparency to the Environmental Protection Agency's small refinery exemption process. Senator Deb Fisher, Republican of Nebraska, and Tammy Duckworth, Democrat from Illinois, introduced the Renewable Fuel Standard Integrity Act of 2019 today. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says the bill brings much-needed transparency to the process. She says she's watching how EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler will act on current pending small refinery exemptions. We've looked at the amount granted under Administrator Pruitt. That's entirely unacceptable. It is quadrupled in this administration the number of exemptions relative to the previous administration. And so we're watching very carefully to see what Administrator Wheeler does with the 39 pending applications. We'll have to see. Wheeler has yet to grant or deny 39 pending petitions for the 2018 compliance year. Currently, refiners have no deadline when submitting a request for a small refinery exemption. The bipartisan legislation requires refineries to apply for an SRE by June 1st. This comes on the same day Reuters reports the Trump administration mulled over a plan in 2018 to scale back U.S. biofuel waivers. Dairy producers may sign up for the new dairy margin coverage program beginning Monday. USDA Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce says the agency is ready to go. Secretary made dairy margin coverage kind of priority one of all of the different farm bill programs that FSA is going to administer, and and we took that to heart. You know, a lot of work on that from our staff here at headquarters, from task forces that had come in from across the country. You know, we've done national training. The national training then resulted in individual state training, and so uh, we're ready. The new program replaces the Margin Protection Program. DMC offers protection when the difference between the all-milk price and average feed cost falls below a certain dollar amount set by the producer. The program provides coverage retroactive to January 1st of this year with applicable payments following soon after enrollment. Producers have through September 20th to sign up. The European Union has pledged today to give the U.S. its fair share of the EU's annual beef quota. The EU has pledged to phase in over seven years a new quota protocol giving U.S. exporters 35,000 metric tons of Europe's 45,000-ton tariff rate quota for beef from animals never treated with growth hormones. The announcement comes after months of negotiations and more than 20 years of friction over the subject of non-hormone beef trade. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Some ERS and NIFA employees at USDA may be upset about the relocation announcement, but folks in the Midwest are excited to welcome employees. Bob Peterson is executive director of the Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City. He says moving the agencies to America's heartland has many benefits. Kansas City continues to be a great agricultural hub. And I may be biased, but I think it's one of the leading agricultural hubs in the nation. We are centrally located. We've got many great attributes. You know, and beyond that, cost of living is wonderful in the Midwest. 
And Ben, I say that as somebody who lived in Washington, D.C. for 20 years and loved living in Washington, D.C. Mike Lavender with the Union of Concerned Scientists opposes the relocation. He says the damage was already done before Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue made his decision. One of the main points has been, let's move these institutions closer to stakeholders. Well, the stakeholders of ERS and NIFA are policymakers, are folks who are implementing policy based off the terrific research, the the unbiased, fact-driven research that these agencies do. And so the concept that moving it closer, some, quote, closer to the heartland is going to benefit agriculture research doesn't add up. Lavender adds the USDA has created this unnecessary relocation crisis, which is driving off scientists who conduct that very research. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nullings.